back, mm. back up a bit. Your back is all like, mm. well, the, because the microphone is. It'll, whoa! See, it's, see how you can do that. The, now it's pointing at my boobs. Yes, your boobs are the thing that we want to hear. <laughs> it is a porn podcast, by the way. I wonder if the listeners can hear my slightly deflated C cups through the internet. This episode brought to you by Memphis's boobs. <laughs> it's the name of my pet monkey. Memphis's boobs are everywhere. Come on, Liz. This is a community reference. Yes, I got the reference. I'm still doing the sound check. Oh. You cut your own hair? I do. I did not know that. I don't trust anybody to touch my hair. Uh, so, listeners, my hair is a lot. It's poofy. It is. It's beautiful. It's, I love it. It's uh, vivacious. It's so it extra. Everywhere. It's, it's so extra. sticks almost in a sphere around my head when it gets humid. It's lovely. I am not someone who benefits from bangs. And when I was seven, seven, no, I don't know. When I was in seventh grade, that's what I was trying to say. I, I just, <laughs> a little different. That, well, why? for a second, I'm, I'm drunk. I don't know why my brain filled that in. And for a second, I was like, why did I just lie? That doesn't make sense. Why would I lie about this? <laughs> no, I was in seventh grade. My mother took me to a salon to get my hair done for an extended family person's wedding. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, people in my culture think that whenever something fancy happens, that you have to get all the poofy haired girls and you just straighten burn, that shit, burn their hair until it's straight. And while she was doing this to me, she brushes part of the hair in front of my face and without asking, just snips it, just snips me bangs. And like, I sat there in horror and she was like making light <laughs> of it to my mom. Like, oh, look, she's going to cry. As in like, I was the one overreacting, but she had just cut my hair and I had to use bobby pins to stick my poofy hair because I wasn't going to straighten my fucking hair every day. I was 12. It was a nightmare. And I have never let anyone except my grandmother touch my hair. And you, because you don't respect personal space. No, I do not. <laughs> ah, no, stop. This, this episode brought to you by white women touching brown women's hair. <laughs> uh, I thought it was brought to you by Memphis's boobs. Both. It's also brought to you by white women touching brown women's boobs. <gasps> <laughs> I need an adult. I am an adult. <gasps> so what are we reading? Porn. <laughs> Hey, yep. porn daddy, what's cooking? Porn. Porn. It's a reference you wouldn't have gotten unless you went on vacation with us in 2019. And the only people on vacation with us in 2019 was you and me. Hell yeah. So we're reading Legal Affairs, book three. Violation. Chapter five. Doesn't have a name. <laughs> I know I've told you once already, but you are really stunning tonight, Cal says. Oh, Cal, that poor boy. I smile and thank him because, yes, I remember the appreciative look in his eyes when he picked me up at my apartment a bit ago. God, he's such a gentleman. He raked his eyes down the form-fitting ball gown I was wearing. She's wearing a ball gown? Yes, red is apparently my color, and the gown was compliments of Macy again, and told me how beautiful I look. I felt like a princess tonight. Oh, they're going to that, like... Gala. Yeah, the, what, the pro bono awards for New York or something. But the only problem was, I wasn't with my prince. I don't say this lightly, but she should take her face and bash it against a brick wall. Just all over the brick wall. Just, yeah. Not to death, but 
to bits, you say. <laughs> to shreds. To shreds. And his wife? To shreds, shreds you, you say. say. As the days ticked down toward the gala and my date with Cal, my mind kept filling more and more with thoughts of... I Matt. How do you feel like a princess without her prince when all Matt ever did was denigrate you, fuck you, and then leave you, and Cal is actually taking you out to fancy balls, telling you you look beautiful, and respecting you? Should I have trusted him when he went to dinner with Lorraine? No. Is it really that big a deal that he wouldn't divulge what was actually private firm business? You didn't have to tell her the private firm business. What he did was taunt you saying, oh, are you jealous? And and most importantly, did he have feelings for me? No. Something more than the passion we shared between the sheets? No. So, what do you think, Cal asks, as he sweeps his arm out toward the ballroom? Oh, I wish Matt were here sticking his wiener inside of me. I look around, taking in the setting. Heavy crystal chandeliers hang over the room, dimmed down to a soft glow. Large tables, seating eight, are parceled around the room, lined with bouquets of lilies. An orchestra is playing music, and the dance floor is filled. But it doesn't compare to the night I had with Matt Conover when he came uninvited to my home. Okay, you know how last episode you told me to stop uh, predicting the next line of the book? (laughs) (laughs) All right, hit me with it, Liz. It's amazing, I tell him. And it is. It's just, I wish I weren't here. Cal seems like a really great guy, and I can't find a single fault with him other than the fact that he isn't Matt. You suck, Michaela. Which is... You suck. Which is fucked up, because Matt is just not cut out for what I ultimately need to be satisfied long term. No, he's not. And you need... When you figure this out about yourself, when you have this insight, you take it to a therapist. I don't say this meanly, I say this genuinely. You take it to a therapist, and you say... I have something I need to work on. Why am I like this? Sometimes when you obsess about a desire long enough, it can magically appear before you. No, that's not how that works. As if I had been secretly wishing for it to happen. Oh my god. And maybe I had been. She manifested him? I hear Matt's voice say, Mind if we join you? Boo! Boo! Liz, I hate this. She's having a wonderful evening with a man who is a good human being that she cannot find a fault with. I hate this. I hate it. That's my legal conclusion. It sucks. I hate it. Tell me what you really think. (laughs) I have complex feelings both ways. Looking up from my seat, Matt is standing there, resplendent in a tailored tuxedo. Isn't Cal also resplendent in a tailored tuxedo? Yes, but he's not Matt. His gaze flickers back and forth between Cal and me, not paying too much attention to me. Then I notice he's not alone. A lovely, statuesque blonde is beside him, her arm tucked into his elbow. She's wearing a black concoction that shows a tiny waist and huge boobs. Okay. She's utter perfection. 
really? If, if I called your outfit a concoction, that would sound like a diss. She's utter perfection. How can I ever compare to that? Remember we were talking about every woman that appears in this book is a rival. There's no woman where she's just like, and he had a woman. No, she had to be the most boobily breasting woman that ever boobed. He's, he's dating blonde Kim Kardashian. Why do you have to compare yourself? Just, okay. How can I ever compare to that? Cal doesn't look pleased to see Matt, but he stands for introductions. Sure, it's open seating, so help yourself. I'm Cal Carson, he says to the blonde as she shakes his hand. Melody, she says, in a sexy purr, and I hate her and her cursed sexiness. I, I know you hate her, Michaela. You hate every woman. You hate all women. She doesn't turn to me or even acknowledge me in any way. Oh, she's a bitch. Of she's course. Bitch. Of course she's a bitch. So Matt takes it upon himself. Mel, this is Michaela. She's an associate in our firm. Michaela, this is Melody. She's a partner over at Weinstein Fannerty. Fannerty? Fannerty. F-A-N-N-E-R-T-Y. Fannerty. Ah. Well, I'm glad this woman's a partner. Now we're going to find out that she's an idiot who slept her way to the top. Melody turns her baby blue eyes my way and gives me a nod of her head. I do the same thing and envision poking her eyes out. Oh my god, woman! Again, this is what you take to a therapist and say, I can't look at another woman without envisioning violence against her. But my nails aren't long enough. Oh my god! Nor oh are they- Oh my god, she's thinking about this too much. Nor are they perfectly manicured the way hers are. Matt chooses to take the seat next to me, and Melody sits beside him. You look nice tonight, Matt says, as an afterthought. Nice. Cal said I looked stunning and beautiful. What in the world is wrong for me that I long for a man that says I look nice? Oh, oh my God. Liz, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I can't. She's broken me. She's broken me. Oh, my God. She simultaneously has so much insight and so little insight. <laughs> <sighs> ah. Thanks, Matt, I tell him pleasantly. You look like a penguin someone put a bow tie on. You clean up well yourself. He gives me a wide smile, then turns his back on me to talk to Melody. I reciprocate and turn to Cal, making it my mission that I'm going to give him a chance, and I'm going to find something within me to let Matt go. You're not giving him a chance. You literally can't look at Cal without envisioning Matt, and you can't look at another woman without wanting to pluck her eyeballs out with your talons. It's <laughs> pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. That's that's how I used to think when I was like in my pick me girl phase when I was thirteen. Your what phase? A pick me girl. Pick me. Pick me. Oh. It's it's the it's the not like the other girls phase. I think that's the, just the yeah. I had a guy I liked, and you? he liked another girl. Yeah, I grew up in a very conservative country. There were very few open queers. I was one of them, but I can't be 
a lone like can I can I say the F word on this podcast? Yes. I, I've just It's not... come up in the text. Oh, the other F word. <laughs> no. Then I'll say queer. That's what I meant. Well, because some people don't like hearing that word. I say it all the time. I know you do. <laughs> I was a lone queer desperately grasping at any girl that I liked in school that I thought could be secretly like gay or, or bi or anything and asking them out. And I kept getting rejected only to find out after we all graduated that I was right about every single one of them. And two girls that I liked actually hooked up with each other. And I took that personally. Anyway, you know what that says about you? I know, right. I'm <laughs> that I am repulsive to all genders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have necessarily put it that way, but yes. Anyway, that's the kind of like toxic shit that I would have pulled as a teenager. Every girl that I saw that I thought was prettier than me would be like, man, I wish I could just stab her eyes out with my number two pencils. And then you grow out of it and you work on yourself. Anyway, I'm just, I'm, this is so fucked up. The most obvious thing at this point is to get away from Matt and the dangerous pull he seems to have over me. I suggest to Cal that we dance, and he is all over that. He leads me out onto the dance floor, and we sway to a slow song. We chat about work and politics, and he tells me a funny story about his dog. He's great. Really, really great. So why are my eyes intentionally seeking out Matt's every time Cal spins me around? They're seeking him out because Matt's eyes are glued on me. I noticed it like a slap in the face the first time Cal twirled me that way. Oh my god. Also, that's so rude of Matt. He's taken another woman out on this date. Even if he's not dating her, it is rude. He's talking to Melody. And her back is to the dance floor, but he's watching me dance with Cal, and I can tell he doesn't like it. Even when he stands up from the table and steps a few feet away from Melody to make a phone call, his eyes stayed glued on me. Who's he making a phone call to? All of his colleagues are here at this ball. He's calling Lorraine. (laughs) Hey, Lorraine, you're a bitch. (laughs) But I'm not sure if he doesn't like it because he has feelings for me or because he just seems to hate Cal. But yes, he is definitely not happy at the moment. These two absolutely deserve each other. So this is something that I learned um, while studying for the bar. There used to be, it's not really done anymore. Oh, is this the divorce one? Yes. yes. There used to yes. be a an actual legal theory so before when when divorces were harder to get you would need cause now you can just and you get, need a judge to approve it you would need a judge to approve it and you would need cause you, adultery infertility uh like disease like those kinds of things and you, there was very few states that had no fault divorces you had to someone had to be wrong and there were some states where it was perfectly fine for a judge to look at two horrible people who were married to each other trying to get divorced and deny the divorce under the legal theory, like under protection of the public theory, that like if I let these two horrible individuals get divorced, they're going to go ruin the lives of other people. And for now, at least they're ruining each other's horrible and, lives. And and what it was is if somebody wanted a four-cause divorce and the other person came back and said, no, you, bitch, then the judge would go, 
alright, I see nothing wrong with this marriage. You're stuck with each other. That's how I feel. I think a judge they, in this case should be... They need to get be... these two out of the general populace. Yeah, I think a judge <laughs> needs to be proactive with these two. A judge needs to find them, forcibly marry them, and then be like, alright, now you two are horrible, and you're gonna be horrible together. Set poor Cal free. Set this random woman that you hate for no reason free. Just, just because she's smarter and more successful and prettier than you, you hate everything about her. I mean, remember what her insecurity was? Is Matt fucking someone hotter than me? Prettier than me? Sexier than me? It was just that. That was her only insecurity. When the song ends, Cal walks me back to the table as dinner will be starting soon. Matt is sitting there alone, and he guardedly watches us as we walk towards him. Creepy. As soon as Cal holds my chair out for me, his phone rings, and he gives me a sheepish look as he takes it out of his pocket. Can who's I'm assuming this gala's on a weekend at night, and all the other lawyers that they know are there. Looking at the number, he frowns and says, It's Matt. I'm sorry, this is an urgent call, excuse me. It's Matt. It's Matt using, like, a Google Voice account that changes his number. <laughs> using a weird area code. Oh my god. That's he, my prediction. He's spoofing it so that the caller ID says White House. <laughs> the president needs me, Michaela. And she would still find fault with that. As Cal walks away, Matt stands and takes my elbow. Let's dance. no. I have no choice but to walk with him. You have him. no choice? But I wouldn't want any other choice. You, you you, have no choice? I'm a freaking moron for pining for his touch, but I'll take it any way I can get it. Oh my god, I hate her. Where's Melody, I ask? Off powdering her nose or whatever it is that you women do when you have to go to the restroom. Fucking rude. I believe it's called peeing? <laughs> I bet you Melody decided to ditch him after she realized he was just staring daggers at this woman he works with, and even she could put two and two together and be like, okay, well, you're clearly yeah. after her. I'm sure she's just peeing, I tell him. Okay. And Matt rewards me with a bright laugh as one arm goes around my waist and the other one cups my hand. You are such a bitch. He's overstepping They're boundaries. They're both And terrible she's people. horrible. It's just both of them. Ah, uh, Mac, he says wistfully, I've missed your crazy humor. What? <laughs> she, she's <laughs> peeing. Oh, you are so funny. Peeing? <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> That's, this is the least, the what least crazy humor. The least believable part of this whole novel is that he continuously says Mac has a great sense of humor, and this woman is the most bitter, humorless person to ever she's walk the earth. She's soulless husk of anger. <laughs> oh, she's peeing. <laughs> <laughs> what crazy humor. There she goes, making jokes. My heart flops over because I don't get many glimpses of light-hearted Matt Conover. I feel immensely happy that I made him laugh, and I can't help but snuggle in closer to him. You're on a date with another man. Calm your And he's your on a date with another woman. Yeah. Oh, no, the only reason I'm critiquing her, both are equally at fault, but because this is from her perspective. If this was from his perspective, I'd just be shouting at him. 
I have no choice but to follow. No, you have choices. You you have many choices. Matt leans his cheek against my temple, Ew. and we dance silently for a few minutes. Rude. He breaks into my thoughts by murmuring, you look amazingly and fantastically gorgeous tonight. Then why was he nagging every, her earlier? Every woman in the room pales next to you. Oh, shut up. Even Melody? Even Melody, he what? confirms. Oh my god, Liz, I hate her. I hate her. Just take the compliment. Why do you got to put another woman down by name? By the way, she's just a friend. We went to law school together. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. It's rude to take a woman out dancing and stare at another person all night. My night just keeps getting better and better. I've gone to bars out with platonic friends. And if, if I took you out to a bar and spent the entire night ignoring you, you'd be pissed. Especially if you spent the entire night ignoring me and then somebody came up and you went and danced with them. And then like you said, boy... You look so much better than Liz. You're so much hotter than Liz. Why was he negging her earlier? I don't know. I mean, he wasn't negging her. He said, you look nice. As an afterthought. And then talked to his date. Sure. By the way, she's just a friend. We went to law school together. My night keeps getting better and better. So you're saying I look better than just nice? (sighs) Chuckling, Matt says... That's all I could say to you in mixed company. I don't think anyone would understand an employer calling his employee amazingly and fantastically gorgeous, wouldn't you agree? This man has a way with words, Liz. You look amazingly, fantastically gorgeous. What is he, five? Totally agree, I whisper, and I let the music in Matt's arms carry me away. The inappropriate part is that he's her employer and she's his employee, and not that they're both on two separate dates and he's dragged his date to go sit next to her. It's this this whole, this whole. It's gross, and she's just, she just needs his approval in a way that makes me feel like really bad for her and just really gross. If, if Melody was just there as like, a friend like if the two of us went to a gala because i had a spare ticket fine but she went to this because cal invited her they Honestly, are there together as like, a date like, as a date this is i'm not saying that her and you are owned by the man you're dating but, but this is like basic just, courtesy this is just so it's duplicitous it, it's just and so mean it's mean that's what it is this you're whole right. thing is just so mean Mac, Matt says near my ear. Hmm? Leave with me right now. I need you. And it's killing oh me my not God. to be with Liz, you. Liz, if she leaves with him, I'm. that's it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to throw something. His words are harsh and urgent. He sounds like a man in pain. All he and wants I pull to do my head. I pull my head back in surprise to look at him. His eyes are molten. His look, serious. He wants me, desperately. No. And... No, no, bitch. He's trying to prove to himself that he has control over you. Unfortunately, I want him too. Oh, no. You're gonna go with... Oh, my God. You are a toxic person. You are a horrible human being. How can I say no? Easy. 
There's no way I'm saying no because I'm an idiot. No is a complete sentence. But I'll be a well-fucked idiot come sunrise. Oh, God. I know. Liz. I know. I know. (laughs) The guy stepped away to take a phone call and you just fucking ditch him? This... He's going to come back to the table. You're just not going to be there. Melody's going to come out and... And Matt's not going to be there. And she's just going to be like, ugh, rude. But Cal is going to be be broken. Melody's going to be like, oh, I met him in law school. He was a total fuck boy then and he's still a fuck boy now i'm sorry, not emotionally sorry, invested sorry about your sorry about your girlfriend looks like uh you're not dating anymore it what a anyway want to dance and cal would actually be devastated i'm yeah. sure yeah yeah oh cal is like that he is gonna be crushed what a oh my god what an egotistical narcissist just both of them both of them. The judge should intervene now, Liz. Right now. One of these lawyers is also a judge. All right, I hereby declare you married. You're not allowed to do anything else with anyone else. There mm-hmm. you go. We're done. Then it crashes in on me. Oh, that's I, not the end of I, the chapter? I can't. I'm here with Cal. Oh, thank God. Oh my God. I thought that was the end of the chapter. Nope. Matt spares a glance over at the table and confirms that neither Cal nor Melody are back. Make up an excuse, he urges me. My mind is blank. Like, like what? Rude. A devious grin forms on Rude. Matt's beautiful face. Ugh. How about fake a bout of diarrhea? I heard that worked well with Lorraine. How is he getting this? How, what did Lorraine tell him? Good question. My mouth hangs open for a second, stunned that he knew about that. How did you know? Matt gives me a particularly quick spin on the dance floor while he laughs at me. Everyone in the office knew about it. People think you are incredibly clever. Nobody thinks you're clever. Oh my god, we did. We did talk about this because she would clutch her stomach and like moan loudly and run to the bathroom. Every time Lorraine asked her for anything. Hey, can you can you give me a summary of this case? Oh my god. It's leaking. Wait, Liz. He fired Lorraine for two weeks of her snapping at staff. But this shit, every every time she was asked to do her job, she pretended to be ill. I don't. A smile breaks out on my face and I laugh. No, you're not clever. That's not funny. It did work nicely. Oh my God. I wish someone would give her a swirly in the punch bowl. Matt suddenly releases me and pushes me in the back towards the edge of the dance floor. He leans down and whispers, Now go. Make an excuse. I'll ditch Melody and meet you at your apartment. Rude. I turn to look at him, trying to gauge if he's really serious. Yes. Yes, he is. I see it in his eyes. This woman sucks. I try to take internal stock of my feelings. I'm going to give myself one last chance to make the right decision for my sanity, for the health of my heart. Am I going to give into this? Yes, my you are. desire for Matt, what he's offering me just right now, he's this very minute, offering you nothing but a quickie. That's it. it. That's all he's offering you. Yes, yes, I am. I'm going to meet him at my apartment. I nod and say to him, "I'll meet you at my apartment." Boo. I start to walk away. But Matt grabs my hand, pulling me back to him. So I'm close enough to hear him murmur. Don't plan on getting any sleep tonight, Mac. We've got a lot to make up for. You literally were broken up for two weeks. 
my tummy feels my tummy my tummy's down here my tummy feels like butterflies are flying around inside no the butterflies are screaming at you that you're a horrible person a horrible date and oh my god i need to read you this sentence i'm sorry go ahead my tummy feels like butterflies are flying around inside, so it won't be a complete untruth when I find Cal and tell him I need to leave because I'm having stomach problems. That's the end of the chapter. I, I hate her. I hate, I hate. I hate them both. I hate them both. I hate them both. I hate her because we're supposed to root for her, but she's also the self-insert. We're supposed to want to be her. Yeah. And everything she does is be garbage. I feel like I need the shitty Twilight shirts, the Team Jacob, Team... uh, I'm Team... What's the other guy? Edward? Edward. I'm Team Cal hooking up with Macy and evicting Michaela, being like, I'm sorry, Michaela. I'm having my serious long-term boyfriend move in and you can't live in this apartment rent-free anymore. Fuck off. She's such a bad... She's a bad person. She's a rude person. She's not particularly smart or funny. She's the opposite of a Mary Sue. What's the opposite of a Mary Sue? Where all Uh, of her traits are horrible. She's not strong. She doesn't have any constitution. She doesn't have a backbone. This man just, uh, like, gaslights her and... and, and, A a Carrie Poo. And then just says, I'm gonna take you tonight. Okay, sure. Tell, Tell your date you're having stomach problems. Okay. Wow, okay. I didn't like this chapter. No, no, I didn't even for a second. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, there's not... I I, I don't have much more to say other than this is just very indicative of how just mean-spirited this book can be. It's just not... No one in this book is a nice person. And I think if it was framed, like if this was a Polinic novel, then these there'd were be Polinic- a whole lot more blood. Somebody would have sat on a pool vent by now. <laughs> but, but, but like any kind of dark, but like this is kind of dark. It is. This it is kind of shitty. This is it not is. a feel good romance novel. No, this is not a good self insert novel. This is not a fantasy escapism. If, if only a horrible person would read this and be like, oh, I totally want to be Michaela. If, if this, where's my mat? If this was a movie then the light concert hall music would have faded out when they start dancing and it would have been like shrill violins in a minor key as they as no. like she gives in to no it's not o fortuna or whatever that was o fortuna is an evil song it is an evil song it's a but, song when evil happens but that's but this wasn't evil this would be like this is just cal poor cal I feel really bad for Cal in all this. Sorry, this was an unpleasant chapter. Bye. Bye. Well, that was horrible. I think the takeaway from that is don't be any of these people. Yeah, people are bad. And and even don't be Cal because through no fault of his own, he's being taken advantage of. Anyway, so yeah, so that's a good moral is never date anyone ever. And if you think you found the one you haven't, they're going to leave you for someone. For Matt Conover for, for in For Matt particular. Conover, for just Matt Conover. And um, you should just give up on love. Anyway, 
Uh, if you like this episode, please do give us a like because it, it makes me feel good about myself. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.